1: Purchase necessary, void where prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of the Steelers preview. Joining me as always, the triumphant
0: trio, Brian Anthony Davis. What's going on, Brian? Hey, I'm loving it. Next week at this time, it's the start of free agency, and people will be face down in green vomit because it'll be St. Patrick's Day.
4: (laughs) That's right. It will be St. Patrick's Day. Dave Schofield, what's going on, Dave?
3: Just chilling with my homies.
4: (laughs) That is right. (laughs) Chilling with the homies, everyone that's watching live on Facebook or YouTube. Welcome to the show. If you're listening on the audio side, thank you for hitting play. We appreciate it. And if you're wondering where you can find our podcast, anywhere where you get your podcasts, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, you can subscribe, follow us so that you get all of our shows, not just our evening shows, our noon lineup and our morning lineup, which has myself, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Dave on Thursday with the Stat Geek podcast, had a good one uh, this morning. But let's talk about the salary cap. After all this news, this craziness that's happened since Tuesday when the quarterback uh, conundrum began and Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and Carson Wentz, the NFL salary cap was set, and we wanted to discuss that a little bit further. So I'm going to throw it over to Dave. He's the stat guy. He's the the salary cap guru for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. So, Dave, tell us what happened with the salary cap. What did they finalize the number? Where do the Steelers sit heading into free agency?
3: Okay, I'll throw out a little bit of numbers. I didn't even talk about this on stat geek because I knew we were going to be talking about some stuff here. So this is this is good. The salary cap for 2022 was set at 208.2 million dollars by the NFL. So does that mean that's what every team has? It does not because you get rollover from each team from last season the Steelers it was reported in January that they were going to that they had applied for it was I'll tell you the exact dollar amount seven million seven hundred fifty eight thousand five hundred eighty six dollars to roll over from last year's salary cap into this year so there it was but there was also this came from from uh This was reported by Field Yates and he for VSPN. But he also said right there when he he laid it out, he's like, um, after the playoffs, they'll look at incentives and some things that could happen, and there'll be a little bit where this changes. The Steelers actually ended up getting a little bit of a change, $80,000 to the good. Um, Not much, but it's always better when it's to the good rather than to the bad. Um, Then the Steelers also, something that... with some of the numbers that are reported that they don't take into account is that the NFL takes the workout bonuses, all the possible money that teams could pay out in workout bonuses, and takes it out of the salary cap to start the year. And then if players don't use them because they don't come to workouts, then that goes back in usually sometimes around training camp. When you do all that, the Steelers, the total cap for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year is just over $215 million. Then when you take into the the account of the top 51 salaries, that what counts in the offseason, that's the way it works, only um, the top 51 salaries, the Steelers are just under $164 million there. They have over twenty two million dollars in dead money from players that aren't on the team anymore that now count this year. In all, the cap space for the Steelers is just over twenty eight point eight million dollars as we speak with, you know, assuming that as we are speaking, there aren't reports that just haven't been, you know, they haven't done something that just hasn't been reported yet. Um but there's a lot that goes into this. I know I've been talking for a while, but you asked for the numbers, so I gave them <laughs> to you. Um, There will be things like Dwayne Haskins uh, restricted free agent tender that they're supposedly going to offer him. That's obviously doesn't count yet, Um, but it's but it's only over the displacement of moving into the top 51 salaries. So things like that will take away from it. The Steelers will have to obviously sign their draft class, but that's the money they have to spend without going over right now.
4: All right, so Brian, <laughs> the the numbers are tw- like like between twenty eight and thirty million. All right,
3: yeah. Twenty eight point eight is what I'm starting with is my estimated amount for all my salary cap stuff.
4: Highest amount in the Kevin Colbert era, isn't it?
3: Ah, uh, as far, far as I know,
4: except they had an uncapped year. What is it in two thousand and ten? But
3: it, it was uncapped. But they told them what would happen if they if didn't they follow it, yeah. and then Dallas and Washington didn't care, and then they got <laughs> they they soccer. ended up having penalties for them. <laughs> yeah.
4: All right. So Brian, Anthony Davis, you have all this money. You are the GM of the Steelers. What's the first move that you make? I mean, what, what, what are you doing? I mean, th- I have to think that there's a part of the Steelers organization that is sitting there thinking, well, what, what do we do? What's our approach? Cause they haven't had this amount
0: of money ever in the Kevin Colbert era. So what are you doing, Brian? Well, Brian Davis from just Maryland, who is not the Steelers general manager, Finds the money to go ahead and uh, you know sign Dwayne Haskins to uh, just hang out with him and pay him that money so the Steelers so he could be away from the Steelers and then they'll be be good. So I am going to go ahead and give up a draft pick to go ahead and get Dwayne Haskins now for the Steelers. If I'm the general manager of the Steelers, <laughs> I <laughs> I'm trying to make that work somehow. But if I'm the general manager of the Steelers, I'm looking at who's on the draft board and who we would rather develop, when I say develop, who you'd rather bring in as a draft pick. Look at the prospects and who you'd rather go that direction with and decide who you'd rather have a little more experience, a veteran. And the first thing I'm thinking is a quarterback and a cornerback. I'm thinking of these two guys right away to try to bring somebody in. Are you going to be able to afford JC Jackson and get other pieces of the puzzle? Probably not. Are you going to be able to afford Mitch Trubisky and get other pieces of the puzzle? Yeah, you are. You'll also afford to get a guy like Marcus Mariota as well. There are some other, there are some other trades that are going to be a possibility that, you know, the Steelers are still mentioned in the Garoppolo sweepstakes. And now it's looking like uh, the Colts are in there and I'm hoping the Colts grab them, you know, and I know Jeff, you are too, but I'm looking at those two guys first. I'm also looking at a veteran offensive lineman and a veteran defensive lineman. And you might be able to get some of those guys a little bit cheaper to go ahead and like not superstars, but pieces of the puzzle. And then you look at a guy, and they say they're looking hard at a guy like uh Mr. Wagner, Bobby Wagner of Seattle, who just became available. And if I'm not mistaken, I think you can go ahead and get him now before the start of free agency. Yeah, yeah, because he was uh, released. Is that correct? Yes, you are correct. Yeah, since he was released. So that... That's something you might want to look at and go ahead and do, because that does a lot for your defense too. It doesn't look like you're going to be drafting an inside linebacker high with all of your other needs. It looks like you're going to be drafting an offensive lineman to fill needs. You might be going the corner route on a, in free agency. So once again, you put categories out there. What position is most best for the Steelers right now in free agency? And what's best for the draft, and try to weigh it, and then you're one of 32 going to fill those pieces of the puzzle, and you figure out how it's going to, you know, lay out. You, you, they do mock drafts all the time, and they do. I think they do mock free agency too in those front in the front offices right now to uh, see where the other pieces are going to fall. So that's one approach: is to look
4: at the basically the deep positions in the draft and then also maybe tailor your approach to free agency in that respect. Dave, what about you? How would your approach be with this newfound money for the Steelers?
3: They just have to decide what is the most important to have a veteran there. That's to where you want to spend, let's say, the most money of any of the things that you need. But as uh, we talked about on the Scobro show a few weeks ago, when we said the Steelers philosophy for free agency, it is they want to fill everything. They want to fill every need through free agency so they can enter the draft to where they don't have to draft something at the very top. They want they want to have everything filled out now. Doesn't mean that they fill it out every that they're filling everything out. Shooting for the moon. Everyone's like, oh, they could maybe go get this big player that's going to cost the most at the position. Well, they can't do that at three positions. They don't have the money. They the, even though they have more than they've ever had, they that doesn't mean they can go sign the top three free agents out there. They're going to still be getting middle of the road to bottom tier guys. Through this process, because they have so much that they need to fill, they're going, they are not going to go into this draft not having enough offensive linemen. Does that mean that they're not going to draft linemen? Absolutely, they will, but they're not going to go in to where they absolutely have to depend on the guy that they draft. In the third round, having to be the guy like they did last year when they were in such a bad cap situation. That's not what they do. Now, when it comes to your first round pick, off you know, usually you want that guy contributing right away if you if you can, but they also don't have to tie themselves to one specific position. So while they have this money, I don't see them going out and signing three huge contracts that they, they just can't do it. They have to decide where they wanted to, to spend the big chunk of their money and then where they could get value otherwise. Is their big chunk of money going to be at corner? Is it going to be a wide receiver? Is it going to be an offensive line? It could be any of those. But, the, but once they do that, then they're going to have to fill in those other positions with lower-salary guys.
4: Yeah, I like what you said about how they, they try to fill every positional need because then it give, literally gives you all that you know, best player available approach to the draft. Let me ask you this, Brian. There are waves in free agency. We always know the waves. There's that initial wave, which will start on the 14th, the legal tampering period, the ultimate oxymoron. And that first wave, I believe the Steelers have only had like a day one pick up a couple times, I believe Ladarius Green was a day one pickup. I believe Steven Nelson was a day one pickup. How do you, do you see the Steelers? They normally are the sit back, let other people spend their money, and then we're gonna we're gonna attack on the second wave. Do you see that changing with this money they have now? Do you think they're gonna be players on the 14th of March? Because let's be honest, that's when deals get done. They just become official on the 16th. What do you see, Brian? You think they're gonna be? big time spenders early. Or are they going
0: to still sit back and wait? I think it's going to be a little bit of both. And the reason I'm going to say that is because they're probably going to go after one big fish. And if they want to get a, get a big fish, they've got to get to the pond early, you know? So I would expect them to, if they're in on Trubisky, they're going to go after him first. You know, I mean, and I consider that in the quarterback market, I, I consider him a big fish. If it's a guy like Jacoby Brissett, that's not a first day guy. Mariota might not be a first day guy, but it's if you want if you're in on the JC Jackson sweepstakes or the Ryan Jensen sweepstakes, guess what? You've got to be there early because somebody's gonna offer them the money.
4: Davey, what do you vote at you? Think they'll be active on day one.
3: Yeah, I think Brian's right. The the question is, are you gonna do one big fish or are you gonna do three medium f- fish? I almost me, said fishes. <laughs> give me,
4: give me <laughs> you know, three mediums. That's I, I,
3: I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know the, the 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 medium guys. I'm talking about guys that. Jeff, did you know the name Stephen Nelson before the Steelers signed him?
4: Heck no. I, I had to look it up yeah. and I had to reach out to the guy that runs the Arrowhead Pride website to find out some information. Was, was he a
3: big fish or a medium fish?
4: He was a medium fish. I like He was a medium, okay fish. medium fish yeah. and I'm
3: okay with medium fish.
4: He also so, said that he was, he, he was the highest paid free agent still acquisition is. in Steelers history. Still is.
3: Okay. Still that's is. Good to know. Yeah. Didn't because know? Okay. yeah, that I'm, I'm pretty sure he still is. Cause I don't see how anyone would have passed that. Yeah, you're, you're right. So, um, So, but still that was a medium fish for that year. So could the Steelers have their biggest free agent acquisition ever this year? They could, and it still might just be a medium fish, but they are, like Brian said, even those medium guys, whether, whether they just go, you know, pull, pull a Mike Ditka drafting uh, Ricky Williams, when he traded away every other pick of the draft. So he could just get his one guy and be done the steelers could go one big guy and then try to be done and then just bottom barrel everything um if you've ever done a um a fantasy football league where it's an auction draft that's what some people do they like spend all their money on two players and then they just have to take all the rest of the 1 dollar guys um but i or, or are they going to get try to get multiple medium guys which is what i would is what i would say So either way, they are going to have to be, be in on these things early because even the medium guys are going to be, uh, going to be right there. Hopefully it's not like it's been in years past where we're trying to do this show on a Thursday night and we're getting the Steelers breaking news of the Steelers signing players and we have to go write articles.
4: Well, I mean, I'd be okay as long <laughs> as they're good players. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> you Mind
3: if the news came before yeah. Thursday night when the legal tampering period starts Monday at noon? It,
4: it, you bring up a good point because there's so many teams are in salary cap hell right now. The yeah. Saints, the Packers, and a lot, and even the Cowboys are are on the wrong side of things. They are making a lot of adjustments. Why they have to? They have to be compliant by. March 16th. And so I think the Steelers are going to have some options of, you know, they're going to have to, they're going to have to play the market game. They're going to have to look at who they really want to go after, but they're also going to have some other players becoming available. That might be a little bit easier to sign. Uh, maybe teams that were cap casual or players. I'm sorry. They were cap casualties. Uh, Brian, is there any player let's start on the defensive side of the football? Is there any player in particular, whether they were a cap casualty, say Bobby Wagner or, a player that's going to hit the free agent market that you've had your eye on, and you said, if the Steelers could land that guy, I would be excited. I don't even care the position, just anywhere on defense. What do you think?
0: I would probably say Akeem Hicks is a guy that I've had my eye on for a long time. Big defensive tackle in the middle. Um, Chicago Bears, very good player. That's a guy that that I, I've been noticing for a while, and I'd love to see them bring in. All right. He
4: played well against Pittsburgh on Monday night this past season. Uh, Dave, what about you on the defensive side? Is there any player that comes to mind?
3: Yeah. Can I, I, can I say something about Brian's first? You certainly can. Although I love the player, I don't think that's the position that they want to spend money on because they are spending a buttload of money on that position already. Um it's, I was okay, I said butler. Uh, a boatload of money.
4: Come on, man, we're all adults here. <laughs> and
3: they're, they're spending a lot of money on defensive tackle, and they're getting older. To me, if you're going to revamp anything with defensive tackle, I think it needs to be through the draft because it needs to be cheaper. That's just me. Not that I don't like the player, Brian. I am just I just wanted to say that. I don't have the names. I don't fall in love with players from other teams um, like some people do. But I, I think... It, it all comes down to what the Steelers are going to do with Joe Shobert if they want to keep him around for another year, if they want to move on from him, whatnot. I would like to see the Steelers do something, especially now that we have some people out there that might have the Flores connection, whether it's them or someone else. I would like the inside linebacker position to be something that they try to put the right guy next to Devin Bush rather than just a guy that might have been better off playing where Bush was um for the season
4: that's why bobby wagner's a name and i go with yeah. who i've seen and so i saw Hakeem Knicks yeah. this past season when they played the steelers obviously mm-hmm. when the sunday night game in week six i believe when the seahawks were in town with geno smith bobby wagner can still play and he could still fill a role and i think that would be a great player who has been great in this league and i know he's on the wrong side of 30 but at the same time i think that he, he might would be, be invaluable expensive. To Devin Bush, I cut Joe Shobert and say, if we have that money already allocated to that guy, well, how much would it cost to get Bobby Wagner? And can we somehow manipulate that money? If you have Bobby Wagner, you don't need Joe Sjobert. Exactly, you Devin Bush, you have Ulysses Gilbert III, you have Robert Spillane. It becomes a rather deep position group. And so I would love that inside linebacker, but there's other ones out there. Uh, Donta Hightower has been a name Mm -hmm. that's been tossed around. And when you throw in a Bobby Wagner, that might actually drive down the cost of a Hightower because he might not be the best available player. there. also Van Noy, although he's Mm -hmm. not really the thumper, but there is a Flores connection there on multiple levels. Uh, it's going to be interesting, but Brian, let's go to offense. If you think about an offensive player, any offensive player at all, could be the line, could be receiver. Doesn't matter. Is there any
0: free agent that you're looking at in that regard? Yeah, and I want to address something that uh, that is going to be said. Every player that we're bringing up, everybody's saying, I oh, can't afford that guy. That guy's going to want way too much money. But remember, in the case of a guy like Wagner, he was cut for a reason. He was a salary cap casualty. And, you know, that doesn't automatically put him at the top of everybody's board, free agent board, to go ahead and throw the money at. These guys, uh, these guys might not get the money that they're expecting because they were cap casualties because everybody has a guy that they're going to have to cut to bring another guy in. You just mentioned Joe Schobert. So you cut that money, you free it up. So it's just your decision on who you want in there and who you want to take money from to give that money to somebody else. There's going to be cuts. There's going to be black and gold cuts coming up and there's going to be other guys making the list that we don't even know that they're going to be cut yet. But when I'm looking at the offensive side of the ball, you definitely, we're talking about the draft a little later on. I'm not on the show, but we've been talking about the draft, and they're going to bring in an offensive lineman, but they need to do, do the same thing in free agency. This guy's going to be really expensive, but I like a guy like Teron Armstead. I think he's he's amazing, but I think he is probably the the biggest a uh, money offensive lineman out there he's going to be the most expensive but that's a guy I like I also am looking for a wide receiver in free agency they've got to bring one in there's bare cupboards there I mean any receivers that you have in mind Brian <sighs> you know not Amari Cooper not a guy like that I'm look, looking at I don't have a name at wide receiver right now but I will say this. I'm looking for a Jericho Cottry signing. I'm looking for a sign like that that they did like eight or nine years ago. I'm looking for a number three, even I mean, to an extent, a Darius Hayward Bay. I'm looking at a guy like that. You know, we can go back to uh there, there's so many Cedric Wilson. He was brought in. That was not a sexy name when you brought him in, but he did really well as that third receiver on that 2005 team. So there's guys like that. I I'm looking for a B guy. I'm looking for your second week guy, maybe at wide
1: receiver.
4: There's a guy that's on the Cleveland Browns right now that I've always said, Oh man, I think he'd be great in a black and gold Jersey. And he's, he's still under contract, but it's, it reeks of Joe Hayden. When you think back to when Joe Hayden found himself available and that's Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy that if you lose Juju Smith-Schuster in free agency and then the Browns say we're going to cut ties with Jarvis Landry, if the Steelers could bring him in, it'd be a great get for the black and gold in my opinion. But Dave, what about you? I want to throw it over to you about the offensive side of the football.
3: Well, I think Brian is right with his positions. Um, I know some people are going to start quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. If the Steelers decide that that's what they're going to do, then that's what they're going to do. But I, I have an article coming out sometime, you know, probably tomorrow, if not, you know, could get bumped to Saturday, depending on if we get news or whatnot, that talks about some of these talking points that sometimes the fans have talked so much that they think that this is something the Steelers are going to do. And the Steelers have never even began to think in that way. Like maybe the Steelers are going to bring in a big quarterback. Maybe they're not. Maybe that, you know, obviously Kevin Colbert says we have to add more. We're going to have four. But fans instantly say that that has to be that they're bringing in a starter. Not necessarily. We don't know what they're going to do. And don't be shocked if what they do is just more depth, guys. Don't be surprised at that. Because I said it before. I'll say it again. You have to look at the – I'm sorry I'm going on a little bit about quarterback. But you have to look at the quarterback position and say if this is not the year – I mean, we we saw what trades were. I mean, my goodness, look at that haul for Russell Wilson. We don't want the Steelers to have to sacrifice that much for something like that. Um, If this isn't the year to trade, sign, or draft a quarterback, forcing yourself to do it because you need to do it this year, like some people are saying, is, is, is is going to set you back even longer. For those people arguing, oh, if you don't address the quarterback situation this year, you're wasting a year of T.J. Watt. Well, if you get the wrong quarterback, you're wasting three years of T.J. Watt. At least you know with Mason Rudolph, a lot of people that don't like him, at least I talked about this a little bit on StatGeek, at least you know that he's either going to have to really get the job done this year or this is going to be it if he's the guy. they're not going They're not going to spend more than one year trying to figure out more on Mason Rudolph. They would be on to the next thing. Anyone else they bring in, they're going to probably give multiple years to do that. But when it comes to wide receiver, the only name that I can think of for the Steelers, honestly, is this guy named Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. I mean, to me, when you talk about those kind of things, that seems to be a decent fit for the team if they're going to sign somebody. The only problem is if someone else signs them for more but they they're going to have to bring in someone I like the mentality that Brian said I think if they're going to spend anywhere Kevin Colbert already said it was a mistake to not bring in another veteran offensive lineman last year. They're even hurting more for veteran leadership on the line now. They've got he basically he basically said we're going to do it when he made that comment to see that they should have done it last year. They're in, they're in a worse case this year cuz last year they at least thought they had DeCastro. So they ha- they I mean To me, that was tipping his hand. That one of the things you're going to see them do is bring in, uh, don't know which position, but a veteran offensive lineman.
4: I've convinced myself Juju Smith Schuster is going to be gone. Not not because I think he's going to be gone, but I've mentally prepared myself for him to be gone. I did it last year, was surprised, was awesome. I was glad he came back. Hopefully, they can find a way to keep Juju, but again. I have to mentally prepare myself for him to be in a different uniform. But like it's a podcast, it's the offseason. And when the Steelers don't have a starting quarterback, of course, we're gonna talk about the freaking yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. So the trades, all that crap went on. We were talking about talking about Aaron Rodgers, he stayed that trade rumor was put to bed, and then we have the huge haul Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos, which the AFC West is insane right now with Khalil Mount going to the Chargers from the Bears. The AFC West is going to be, if, if you just like football, I would that would be where I would watch. If the Steelers weren't playing, I would watch AFC West teams. But let me ask you all something before we tie can, this. Can, is,
3: can I say ahead. one thing before that? But how cool. many times in free agency and trades and everything, we've said that in the past about the NFC East, and they've still ended up being terrible?
4: Well, the, the NFC East never had to <laughs> no, know. Hold on. The <laughs> NFC East... The, The NFC East never had the quarterback situation that they had.
3: That's true. But when they went out and spent all this money and the boys Washington and Philly, they're like, oh, and then they were terrible. The NFC East. I'm sorry. The NFC (laughs) East. Yes. Okay. I want to ask a
4: general football question. NFL (laughs) question. This is not tied to the Steelers. I asked this to Michael back when he joined me for my Let's Ride on Friday, which will air tomorrow morning. Make sure you check it out. And who do you think won? The Seahawks-Broncos trade, I cannot identify a winner. I felt it was pretty fair. But, Brian, who do you think won that trade?
0: Oh, wow. I'm going to do a Dave answer here. (laughs) (laughs) for Uh, For 2022, the Denver Broncos won that trade. For 2022. For the future, the Seattle Seahawks won that. Seattle Seahawks are picking up a lot of draft picks and you got to remember they lost some picks when they brought in Jamal Adams in that trade. So they're getting a very good tight end in this mix. They're getting a a Shelby Harris, very good defensive lineman and they have a serviceable guy right now in the form of true lock and you throw in a bunch of picks You've got two number ones. You've got a number two. Uh, I think you have a number three in there. And you have an opportunity to have a Drew Locke-started quarterback. And now, when you look at the mock drafts, lo and behold, Malik Willis is the guy at number nine for the Seattle Seahawks. So I really think that uh, they're going to be okay with this deal. You know, the Denver Broncos could win a Super Bowl out of this deal. This, is a, this becomes a very good team. With this quarterback here and a very good defense, but you know, I'm just, I'm just going to say this. They've uh, the Broncos, they gave up a lot, but they got some, they've, they got some picks back in the Von Miller deal. So it's not killing them, but I'm just saying for the future of this whole thing, I think Seattle's going to end up being the winner in the end. Dave, what do you think?
3: I love Brian's Dave answer. I thought the first 25 seconds of what he said there was spot on everything else. Not that it wasn't right. It was just various different details that, you know, you could agree or disagree with, but the whole notion that in 2022 and maybe even 2023, because it depends on how long it takes these other draft picks that they got to really come in and make a difference. You would say that, that the Broncos won it right away, but The Broncos are also now a little bit, you know, when you add that much stuff, you're a little bit fragile if things go wrong. You know, it's great. You put all your eggs in one basket, but if someone gets hurt, someone doesn't live up to their expectations, things like that, then you're, then you could be in trouble on the wrong end for a long time. Um but looking at looking at that lovely p word that jeff likes to or likes to talk about about oh, potential, potential that the potential of what this what it would be brian was right on it's it's the broncos now and it's the seahawks later
4: okay I agree that it's tough to decipher right now who won that trade. We'll find out in a few years, but let's also talk about Carson Wentz goes, I don't want to talk about that. Cause I feel like Washington literally was in desperation mode. It's like, we need someone, we got to do something. Let's do something. And they go and get Carson Wentz, but at limits now, really the only trade option. And Brian brought this up earlier in the show was Jimmy Garoppolo. I want to talk about free agents though. If you had to pick one, a quarterback, the Steelers are going to go in and try to bid for, and two, if they don't get that quarterback, who they would settle with? Who are those two quarterbacks, in your opinion, Brian? I'll start with you,
0: Mitch and Mariota.
4: So you're saying Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback that they are going to go after and try to outbid someone? They might not win the they might not win that contest, and then the team, the quarterback they
0: settle on is Mariota. Yeah, yeah, I okay. I really do at this point. Um, Mitch is probably going to be a long shot with the New York Giants looming. But Mm -hmm. especially with uh, Brian Dable there, but, you know, I, I kind of think that he is, he's the quarterback to look at here. And, and uh, with the intangibles that we're talking about and what he can do, there's some mobility, there's the age, there's the winning percentage, you know, there's the fact that he played in Chicago, which is a place where dreams go to die. So with that being said, I'm thinking that they're going to be, that they're going to be okay. All right. Dave, what about you? So the
4: quarterback that they're going after and the quarterback that they settle on if they don't get that first quarterback.
3: Tito. Really? Yeah, that was that was that was the two I, I had in my mind I beforehand.
4: I don't and think they go hard on after Mitchell Trubisky. I really nah,
3: it depends on what you say, meaning by go hard or play hard. Sorry. They're not getting um,
4: into a bidding war, is what no, I'm they're saying. not.
3: They're gonna say, Hey, you want to come here? Do you want to, you know, do you want, do you want to go with the coach that you had last year? The problem is the Giants don't have cap space.
4: Mm, good point.
3: With, you know, that's their biggest problem. I mean, I had to go in and look. I, they might even still be over unless they've made some more moves. I wrote that article. Do um, you find it? Yeah, yeah, well everyone, yeah. yeah, that's what I really feel like doing right now. <laughs> um, but uh, but that's the biggest thing. The only reason that the rumors there is because the tie of the offensive coordinator not being the head coach. That's what rumors like this come from. But I don't know that the Giants can afford to do that. And do they really want to give up on Daniel Jones now? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know that there would be a big bidding war, but the Steelers, you know, they would say, hey they got to figure out if they want a quarterback in free agency that they think is going to come in and be the guy say, this would be the amount we would spend. (laughs) They don't, they don't spend it. They got to go into other guys. I don't think every quarterback they're willing to spend the same amount on. So, uh Oh, what is it, Jeff?
4: I'm laughing because I looked it up. The giants have $13,991 in salary cap space. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: 13,000.
4: Now, (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, that was a few months. ago. You that can't even sign me more, for yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that might be a little <laughs> bit more now.
3: Yeah, um, here, <laughs> let me. I could. I, hold on. Do, 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 that was because that article
4: was in January.
3: Um, according that. to over, the, let me. I'm going to refresh the page, just in case. But according to over the cap, the Giants are over the salary cap right now <laughs> by seven million dollars. <laughs> with an effective cap space of negative $20 million.
4: Yeah, so this is this you, is the age-old Dave answer. That. This is the yeah. age-old Dave answer. With what money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going to go side
3: with Trubisky. I mean, what they, they obviously got to make other moves for it to happen.
0: Absolutely. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, and one of the moves, this might, might sound crazy, one of the moves could be cutting Saquon Barkley. That's, He's been on that's the trade block. Been He's been thrown the... out.
4: Yeah, he they've been talking about trying to trade him. Yeah, who wants a running back that can't stay healthy, though? All right, let's get Dave Shipley's ten dollar tip. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Dave. He says, Draft defense and a couple offensive linemen, any order, give Mason a chance with an offense designed for him. And bad sent you the blueprints. Three prints trade back if the prize is gone. Sorry, Jambalaya. I am. <laughs> is that something from another show that I need to be
0: aware of? That doesn't make too much no, no sense it's, it's, it's It's actually a gift, and he's sending us three. And uh, Merry Christmas, boys. Um, I'll take care of you. <laughs> but thanks for the ten dollars too, Dave, and thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: Hmm. Um, I I could see, and this is who Michael answered this question with on Let's Ride. I don't want to spoil that part of the show. He said that he could see them not settling on Tyrod Taylor, and or Jacoby Brissett, and I could see that too because they're going to bring four arms in. And here's my thought: if here's how this could go down for the Steelers, you have Mason Rudolph, you have Dwayne Haskins. Whenever that tender gets extended and he signs it, if you get a lower tier quarterback like a Jacoby Brissett like a Tyrod Taylor, Fitzpatrick, whatever. You could name a bunch of them at this point. You draft a quarterback then. And so then my, my my statement was, what about if they got Desmond Ritter on day two, round two of the draft? You bring those four quarterbacks in. You're probably going to keep the rookie. You're going to keep Mason Rudolph. And we're back. And you have a battle <laughs> for the second quarterback spot between Haskins and the other incumbent. I don't think that's such a bad thing in my opinion. Um, but what do you guys think about that, Brian?
0: That's a possibility too. Um, I, I think we're set even more than, than Taylor. I could actually see one of those guys coming in. That tells me if they bring one of those guys in, because there's different tiers that might be tier three of the free agent quarterbacks or the guys on the block. I can see that happening, and then I would probably be willing to bet that they are taking a quarterback in the first round if they bring in a Tier 3 guy like a Taylor, a Brissette, if you bring in somebody like that. If you bring in a guy like Mitch, then you've made your decision. You're going elsewhere in the draft. You're not going to be trying to bring in a, you're not going to trade up for Malik Willis. You're not going to try to bring in um, even, I don't think you're bringing in Ritter in the second round if you're bringing in Mitch. So that's a, that's one of those things that they're going to go after quarterback in the draft, and you're going to know that based on who they bring in. But I'm willing to bet that they're bringing in somebody. Somebody's coming through that door. I mean, it could be, it could be a guy like Trevor Simeon. You know what I mean? It could be someone, I I get it. And if someone's brought in like Trevor Simeon, which I'll put in tier three or maybe lower, that means that they've got the eye on the draft and they're just going to see what happens in camp and it will be a battle between Mason and Haskins and Simeon. And that's what it's going to be. Dave, what about you?
3: What do you think about that? I disagree. I'm not saying that it's not possible. I'm not saying, and I would like to see it. I mean, if they go out and sign, you know, uh, uh, I, I mean, I don't think we're, we're talking tier one quarterback right now. There's not even a tier one quarterback. It's no. going to be a free agent. Okay. So we're talking, are you, are you talking, you know, tier two, tier three, whatever I'm, I've said it before. It's going to make everybody mad, but Brian's like, well, if they don't, then you know, they're going draft. I don't think that sh- has to be true either. It could be. They could go draft if it falls that way, but they might say, no, we're not going to force it. I'm still saying that it is possible that the four quarterbacks for the Pittsburgh Steelers from training camp are Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, Josh Dobbs, and an undrafted free agent. Don't be shocked. If that's, that's, that's the lowest they could do. And don't be shocked if that's what they do, because I, I, like I said before, if this isn't the time, if, if having to invest more in the quarterback is just going to keep you from doing, it's going to totally handcuff you like it, you know, like the Broncos are now, where they aren't going to have draft picks for forever. Then don't do it if you don't if you don't really believe that these guys are going to be something that's better than number two, meaning well, Mason Rudolph.
4: I don't disagree with what you said. I would just want them to have some semblance. If you're if you're Mason's your guy for this year, which so be it. If it is, I would want them to have some form of competition. That I feel I don't want Haskins just being handed that job. I want there to be, yeah. and that, that's why I say, like, a Tyrod Taylor could be dirt cheap.
3: But yeah, he can, and he can, I, he can win I wouldn't football be against games. that at all. I'm just saying, he can win. My scenario was the, is the, the yeah, basically right. the lowest no, case go. scenario. Yeah, I get it. I
4: get yeah. it. I get it. Anything
3: cool. above that, uh, anything above that is, is. I mean, I, I just gave you the floor. I gave you the floor of the quarterback situation. I agree 100%. Brian.
0: I just want to say when I'm talking tier one, tier two, and tier three, something mm-hmm. I mentioned was of the available free agent. Yes. Available. So, because, yeah. and Mitch Trubisky is probably your tier one Yeah, in yeah. with the available
3: of free so, agent quarterback. Is
0: there
4: agent any other free agent quarterback in tier one though? I would say no. He's the best of the best in this free agent class. So they much, thought it might be yes, Wentz might for a little commit, bit because they thought they might Jamis? have cut him,
3: cut him, but they traded him. Yeah,
4: no, I forgot about Jameis, but he's coming oh, yeah. off that ACL.
3: Yeah, That's I, no way now. I He'd don't be consider
4: good. him so. Yeah, what a great time to be alive and a great time to <laughs> great time to replace your franchise quarterback, isn't it? Yeah. All right, do we have trivia tonight, Dave? Do you, I know Brian does? Dave, do you have anything?
3: I do. I have. Oh, I have bad trivia. Like Brian Anthony Davis. Like Brian Anthony Davis type trivia. Since he's doing, you're doing the cards, right, Brian?
4: Honolulu blue is the answer. I got it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So yes, uh, yes,
4: yes. Only one in the
0: pub, baby. Over a (laughs) hundred people. Go ahead and tell that story quickly, Brian. Go ahead and tell that story real quick. So we do pub trivia every week. My 14 year old son and another buddy of mine, we, uh, there's just three of us there and there's 17 teams, and we win quite a bit. I They're the smart guys. I'm the guy that knows sports and knows uh, pop culture, and but I help fill in the blanks. So we get to the final question, and the final question in this particular trivia, it's like Final Jeopardy. You bid. You can bid up up to 12 points, but you lose those points if you get it wrong. So we're leading, but not by much, going into the final, and we go ahead and... We put down our bid and it's NFL, it's NFL teams. And the thing you got to know, this is always a very tough question. So when it says NFL teams, this is not really about football. And my buddy shouted that out. Don't worry, this isn't about football. And so the question was 4,400 miles away from Hawaii is this NFL team that one of their primary colors is Honolulu blue. And I'm like, yes, I know this right away. And my my buddy tries to say Miami Dolphins. And he's like, I'm like, nope, I got it. I write the answer down. And they're like, are you sure? I said, I'm so sure my son will be your butler for the rest of, (laughs) until he turns 18, if I'm wrong. And I will take all of my clothing off and run through this bar and saying, Mm. I am wrong. And they're like, oh, I don't want to see that. I'm like, you don't have to. I'm not going to make a bet. I'm going to lose. Honolulu blue. Detroit Lions, mark it down, march it up there. So we did. Out of 150, 100 150 people in that bar, one person got it right, one team got it right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah.
4: Okay, so Dave, before we yeah. get to your trivia, I want to get yeah. Dave Shipley super chat. He gave us yeah. five dollars. Is how would you feel if you're Matt Canada with another quarterback who doesn't fit your offense? I would be mad. I'm with Dave on that. What a slap in the face. Dave, thank you very much for the tip. We appreciate it as always. And you got to hope you find someone that does fit his offense, whether that's Mason Rudolph or someone else, we shall see. But Dave, go ahead. You have the floor.
3: Okay. Well, my, mine's, mine's a bad question because since he's going to be doing those trivia cards, I'll I'll take the pop culture route. Okay. Oh. So I'm going to talk about the Steelers anthem, the anthem of Heinz Field, one song known as Renegade by Sticks. It was released in nineteen seventy-eight, a fantastic year for, for 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 things to come to planet Earth. But that song was. It went almost (laughs) (laughs) – I hope you like that. And I'm I'm asking this in a bad style, just so you know. It went almost 20 years before it was used again in another context, meaning in either cinema or television. Almost 20 years. And really, there's only one song. And I might have mentioned this on the show before. So, Jeff, you might be able to remember this. There's only one one movie in which the song Renegade has officially – been in the movie and it was in 1995 also it didn't even hit the small screen in tv where it was used on television until 1999 for the first time can you tell me the only movie that had renegade in it and the first tv show to ever have renegade
4: i think the movie was uh billy madison
3: that would be correct Yes, Billy Madison a, is the, the, the only scene, movie.
4: It's the pool scene when he cranks up the music. And, and he comes out of the tent and...
3: with his pants on his head and <laughs> holding the keg over <laughs> and falls hey, down. Oh, Mr. Penguins. <laughs> yes.
4: It's too hot outside mm-hmm. for
3: penguins. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Conditioner is better. All right, so I got that one. And yeah, you said yeah. the small
4: screen. Small on. screen.
3: TV show. The first TV show to use the, to use the song Renegade.
4: Just in it's the my
3: show things. ever? In the show. Or yep.
0: in a, okay, so it's not like a theme song. And it was
3: 1999, so you even have the year.
0: I'm going to guess The Sopranos. Okay, Brian uh, says The Sopranos.
3: I,
4: I can't think of any show that had it. I got Billy Madison. I'm done. Okay. okay go ahead. Just All right, done. so i <laughs> you hints.
3: Your first hint is the name of this show would likely be the name of the podcast if it was one that only featured myself and Brian Anthony Davis. That's your first hint. Two bad wings. <laughs> <laughs> it's not two guys, a girl, and a penis. Sorry. <laughs> it's uh, um, and then your last hint is it starred Seth Rogen, James Franco, and Jason Siegel. Oh, freaks and geeks. Freaks and geeks. Love it was that the first show. show to have the song "Renegade." So. Fantastic don't, show, and, and and don't you think that would be the name of the podcast if it was myself in bed <laughs> be i don't it know which one's
0: video.
4: which yeah <laughs>
0: so
4: there you go all right before we go over to brian with the cards let's get snowman's tip up here he gave us five dollars thank you very much snowman we appreciate it as always he said can you guys see the steelers maybe trading back to get more picks uh dave we'll start with you this time what do you think
3: um i i did you answer this in one of your let's Ride? i answered remember.
4: this. I feel like Okay. Contest. So In I, I, I thought I heard <laughs> it on an audio podcast,
3: but and I like the answer. Do I see them trading back? Possibly, but it's got to someone's gotta to want to trade with them. They, they it's not that they're gonna go looking for it because that's really hard to find. I could see them trading back, but I don't see them trading all the way out of the first round because that's it's exactly just not like the Steelers to do that.
4: So if the Lions at 32 with the Rams pick say we want to go to 20, the Steelers go to 32. Mm-hmm and then they get maybe a second and a third or something, I could see them making Mm -hmm. that deal.
0: Brian, what do you think? Absolutely what Dave said, because what happens if you do that scenario that Jeff just mentioned, you're dropping down 12 spots. If you are trading out of the the first round, you're probably trading down 20 spots or so. You're probably going to be... In, in like the forties with your first pick and you don't want to do that. All right.
3: And they like having that fifth year option. That's yes. even the difference between 32 and 33.
4: Very good. Very good. Okay. So that's a good question. That's a question. I, I get asked a lot on my Wednesday uh, mailbag segment, but uh, Brian,
0: you have your card. You're ready to go. I've got it. Let's do this that. gentleman was named Illinois high school player of the year as a senior at Thornton. Fractional North High
3: School. Oh. We don't have a year with that, so I'm not going to. Let's go. He did it say a position or anything? You you broke up a little bit. Just the high school.
0: I'll uh, I'll go with no. It doesn't say.
3: Okay. It doesn't say. Oh, um, I'll throw out a name. Uh, Richard, a name. Richard Richard Mendenhall.
0: Hey, that, that's good because it's Illinois. There you go. Yeah, that's uh, the reason no, I thought of him. It, it is not. It is not. <laughs> okay. He is a quarterback because he passed for over 5,500 yards in four years at Ohio State, but went undrafted. Ooh. Say that again, please. He passed for over 5,500 yards in four years at Ohio State, but went undrafted.
4: Went to Ohio State. Mike Tomzak. It is Mike Tomzak.
3: That's what I was, yeah, that was gonna. That was gonna. Isn't he the best quarterback ever out of? Ohio State? Someone said
4: in the live chat. That's how I remembered it. They said the best quarterback out of Ohio State ever is a uh, Mike Tomzak. And
3: what's okay. sad is they. I don't know that they're wrong. Yeah, what? no,
4: they
0: they're probably right there. Uh, <laughs> Tom Zach won a Super Bowl his first year in the league as a member of the 1985 Chicago Bears. This is interesting. He became the offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Power of the Arena Football League in 2012, owned by who? It's from Dick, Dick Lynn Swan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And 115. Come on, Jeff. He's such a nutter. No, no, that was Buzz <laughs> Nutter's team. That wasn't uh, Dick Shiner. The <laughs> Nutter's. Um, <laughs> 115 of 27 games while serving primarily as a backup quarterback for Pittsburgh from 93 to 99. There you go. That's Mike Tomzak.
4: I can't. I got two out of three tonight. This is insane. Like yeah, I'm, I'm done. Gosh, I'm done yeah. for the rest of my life yeah. with trivia. All right, final, final thoughts. Let's go to uh, Dave. Go ahead. Go. Oh first. my
3: goodness! I usually get five minutes while Brian gives his. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do that so you <laughs> can. <laughs> I know we, we have an agreement. It's a gentleman's agreement. That's supposed to stall. To okay, we can time. switch. I can no, no, Brian it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Final thoughts are. I kind of said it earlier that sometimes fans, you, you hear so much, and this is the problem, you know, this is our social media world that we're in now. Uh, this wasn't a problem 30 years ago, but you hear so much discussion. I mean, some of these things that we hear on social media are things that people were talking about in bars, but you hear this talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, they're interested in this person. Oh, they want to do this. All oh, they need this. Oh, they want to do that. And we hear so much t- chatter among fans so much. That we that we really could get our heart set that the Steelers are doing something that they never dreamed of doing, you know. Did even you know you see all these mock drafts of the Steelers drafting a quarterback in the first round or trading up to draft a quarterback in the first round? The Steelers might not even have a quarterback in their top twenty big board when it comes down to it. So sometimes you just got to remember you've you've kind of got to take it all in but the big question to ask yourself it's not what Dave would do although that's a pretty good question to ask you know or what would the guys on the preview say about this no the real question to ask does that sound like something that we that we would expect from the Pittsburgh Steelers is that a is that a Steelers move because now sometimes the Steelers they they surprise us and that would be great if they do but with everything that you hear, the rumors about Aaron Rodgers that people wanted to have those reports. Did either of you guys believe those reports? No. No. Okay, I don't think Brian did either. Um, he's on about a three-second delay anyway. So, <laughs> don't necessarily think that. Ask your, Always ask yourself: Is this real? Does this really sound like the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, not the, and not the Madden version. Is this really sound like what the Pittsburgh Steelers would do? That That's going to be – that should always be your biggest check when it comes to anything that the Steelers could be doing this offseason.
0: All right, Brian, final thoughts? Our good friend Andrew Wilbar just wrote, WWDD, what would Dave do? <laughs> I would like to do WWWW, what would Wilbar want? So <laughs> Yeah. And check he out would, him every Monday. Even want every team.
4: prospect that he's given a first round grade on that gets released and maybe gets comes to the Steelers. That's
0: oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, oh, that I had a first too, round but... grade on that guy. I think he'd be great. In this <laughs> hey, though. I'm pumping up this catch. No, this is how
3: Andrew knows he's he's made it at behind the steel curtain when we can pick on him in a good yes. way.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> All right. That's a good mock draft. Throw him out. You know oh, why geez. you're gonna throw your mock draft out? Because <laughs> Last week, the Denver Broncos need a quarterback. <laughs> Guess who else? The Washington Commanders. They need a quarterback. Now the Seattle Seahawks need a quarterback. Guess who else? The Colts need a quarterback. The Colts. They might be on and the guy we didn't even mention as a trade. Kirk, they might be in on a Kirk Cousins deal. They might be on in Garoppolo. There could be so many different people, and on on minds at the throw the football to go ahead and be the next quarterback of the next team. But if you trade a quarterback to another team, you're going to be next. So there's always go. The Steelers are always going to be that fourth team. Besides New Orleans, besides now Seattle, now the Colts, they're pretty much going to be that fourth team looking for a quarterback. And it doesn't mean that they're going to get a quarterback or want a quarterback or those other three teams actually are going to look for a quarterback in the first round. Because guess what? Aditi, she's not in the room. Field Yates is not in the room. All these people are not in the room, especially if you're national media. The national media does not know what's going on in that room in Pittsburgh. They see a void that is a huge void with number seven gone. And they're like, the Steelers need a quarterback. They have to take a quarterback. They're going to take a quarterback. Not so fast, my friend. Because if you listen to Dave Schofield earlier on the show, he's saying they might not take a quarterback if it doesn't work for this year. And that's what we've all been saying. You know why? Because don't try to put something in your grocery cart if it doesn't work for you. If you want to go ahead and get steak and the only thing they have is liver, don't buy the liver. Liver is awful. It leaves the worst taste in your mouth and it stinks. Don't get liver liver when you want steak.
3: I've eaten a (laughs) river of liver and an ocean of fish. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mash. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) great all right that's a
4: good way to end it (laughs) there you go that's what the
3: live chat's saying right now
4: (laughs) (laughs) all right dave why don't you send us out
3: hey
4: thank you for listening to the steelers preview maybe we'll be talking about some new steelers next week so make sure you join us take it easy
2: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Void word prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.